What is up, guys? Welcome here to this week's episode of a Real First Take Podcast. Um, This week might be a little bit of a longer episode because I have a topic I want to discuss. So what's up, guys? Welcome here. And I just want to say, sports are back. Sports are back. Um, It's been a long four months, five months for some sports, four for some others. And some others, it's been 267 days. So we have a lot to discuss. So, yeah. So, um, MLB has been back for a couple, well, like, about a week now. Um, well, it will be a week, but in a couple days. But, um, obviously, Rob Manford came out on, um, July 31st and said that, um, <clears throat> he would... Cancel the seasons if te- the season if teams don't take the proper health precautions. Health precautions meaning that if teams don't take the proper health for the whole COVID nineteen outbreak. Um, so the Marlins obviously keep testing positive every day. They've had like it's I think it's up to nineteen now, which is just outrageous to think about nineteen positive COVID COVID nineteen tests. That is insane. That is like outrageous, and that is just like mind blowing. Like nineteen positive tests. That is insane. That is insanity. Nineteen positive tests. Um, yes, but July thirty first, the Cardinals Brewers game was postponed due to COVID nineteen symptoms by the Cardinals two coaches. Um, that was you know. I, I didn't really know that. I found that out last minute via an Instagram post. I'll shout a person out. Shout out MLB Transportations Daily for keeping me updated on that. So we'll shout him out. And then, obviously, with Phillies, there was going to be no games at Citizens Bank Park. Even no, no activities, no practices, no games or nothing until further notice. So, yeah, teams got to start taking proper health care precautions. It's just, it's it's been way too much. Um, I want to discuss the Joe Kelly situation. So Joe Kelly and Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts, the Dodgers manager, received a one-game suspension, which he always served. Joe Kelly received an eight-game suspension, which, he's, which he is appealing, meaning he is trying to get uplifted. So until he gets an answer, he can still play. And then once, if he gets, if the appeal gets accepted, he plays. If he gets rejected, he sits the eight games. So, Joe Kelly, you can make the argument whether you love him or you hate him. Obviously, most people love him. You can also make the argument whether you love or hate the Astros. You can make that argument. Um, what I think the Astros did was completely wrong. Like, she did the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, all of the World Series. You, you can even put, you, they changed their division out. And Joe Kelly wasn't even a Dodger in 2017. He was actually with the Red Sox in 2017 and 2018. So both years, he both the um both years that the Dodgers won the World Series. But I think that would be went a little bit harsh on Joe Kelly. I think I would have investigated and maybe not suspended him eight games. Maybe would have fined him like you know maybe like couple couple out like you know find him. You know, I definitely would not have suspended him eight games, especially in a 60-game season. That could hurt um, a guy's free agency chances. In a, you know, that, that could hurt. So I would not I would not have done that. I would have I would have probably fined him, 
but like not have but like you know want to find him but like not have done anything else just find him and you know give him a warning and Dusty Baker also got fined which I don't know why Dusty oh I think I know what um Dusty Baker did get fined as well I'm not sure why he got fined I think it's because he argued with the empires but I could be wrong so like Joe Kelly obviously he's you know, a hero for most people, and for some people, he may look like a villain, you know, it depends what political side, like, not political, but, like, what side you stand in sports, and, um, that just depends on your well-being and what you feel and everything like that, so it has nothing to do with, like, you know, it has nothing to do with that, it just has, it's just where you stand, and whether you think that fastball was swept, or whether you think he intentionally did it on purpose, that's your opinion, and you know, no one can change your opinion. So don't feel like, don't feel like people don't feel like you have to change your opinion for somebody because you don't. We all we're humans. We have opinion. Whether you think Joe Kelly deserved it, that's your choice. If you didn't, that's your choice as well. Um, so I want to discuss like now about Mets. You know, but Mets are probably like you know they their bullpen is so freaking bad. I have never met a more bad, worst bullpen in my life than the Mets. They have, like, how the heck, on July 31st, do you blow a 20, you were, not 20 point lead, but you were up 10, when I went to bed at, like, 9.30, um, it was, like, it was, um, 10, it was 10, no, it was 8, for, 8 free Mets, or 8, 5 Mets. So I went to bed because I had plans the next day. So I went to bed, and all of a sudden, I woke up the next morning at like one in the morning, um, and not intentionally, but naturally. And I woke, checked for scores on my phone, and but the Braves won eleven ten, and I'm like, what? What? But I'm like, I'm like, they have to be lying. And then I actually worked it up. And I'm like, classic Mets. Steph Rugo was bad. Oh, classic Mets. Brody Van Wagen needs to fix that bullpen. But meanwhile, the Marlins, with the new playoff like, rules, where the first and second teams in the division get into playoffs, the season ended today, Miami would be in the playoffs despite only playing three games. So the MLB's kind of got to fix that. They want Because y- y- you don't want the Marlins in the playoffs because the Marlins already be in the playoffs once. It's going to be really difficult. You know, the Marlins are a good team. But Roger, okay, are, are the Marlins seriously going to be like, you know, are the Marlins seriously going to be like this and that? Probably not. Um, so, obviously, like, obviously there's been a lot of stuff going on, like, hot, hot, Roger Green, the baseball world. Um, I want to discuss my thoughts on Ron Manfred, and I think Ron Manfred is as a commissioner. And, you know, so, <clears throat> personally, I think Ron Manfred's, Ruining baseball just a little bit. Um, I think all these. I think what he's doing right now during the pandemic, um, the COVID nineteen pandemic. I think the twenty twenty season is an experiment. You try to the universal DH. You try to run on second base in extra innings. <clears throat> you try all these rules and seven inning double headers. You try all these things. This because it, it's a it, it's an experimental year. You can afford to try these things. And to see if they work. And if they don't work, you don't bring them back for the 2021 season. Or the 2022 season. It's completely up to you know. And I don't think Rob Manfred's the greatest commissioner. I feel like I saw an article yesterday on the score. Where um, 
Astros, G Astros owner said that Rob Manfred chose not to punish players, which I for cheating, which I just think, which I just think like we suspend Artube. You know, Artube was the main reason behind it. I think Bregman and Correa are all innocent, but um, I think Springer's. You know, I mean, Correa and Bregman are guilty too. I think Springer's guilty, but. Springer's still one of my favorite players because we're from both from Connecticut, so I think logically, and he's he was born before well, he went to school in New Britain, which is about fifth, which is about like five minutes from town I live in. So yeah, but um, and I believe he also he also did play at my high school, I think. I think that's what someone told me. I could be wrong, but but back on topic, but back on track. So like. Honestly, honestly, there's many different things that go into it. Like, like would be whole Astros thing, but players should have gotten fined. Players should have gotten suspended. Somebody should. I mean, I get it. AJ Hinch got fired. Their GM got fired, but I don't think that's enough. <clears throat> like, and it also forced Carlos Beltran and Alex Cora out of jobs as well. But um, you know, I think there's just a lot of stuff going on, and I think you just need to leverage it out and just kind of make it so that we can. Kind of, so we can kind of make it like a virtual title, like kind of make it like a virtual thing. Just suspend the Astros so players can, like, you know, for longer Rob Mayford waits, but longer he's gonna go down as the worst commissioner of baseball, and he's also gonna look like he's playing favorites to the Houston Astros. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, you know, Shane Bieber struck, has struck out what 27 batters in. Two starts. Shane Bieber is absolutely like he's disgustingly good. Um, he's disgustingly good. Um, Shane Bieber one hundred percent should be side young winner, and he's a future side young player in Cleveland. You know, you know. I think I think Cleveland. You know, Corey Kluber kind of fallen off, aging, getting traded to Texas, and then Kluber got placed in a sixty day injured injured list, so he's not coming back. Um, it's gonna put a lot of like Shane Bieber was good. It's good, and if you don't see it, there's an issue. What is up, guys? Welcome back into the Real First Take podcast. This um, so now we're gonna switch over gears, and we're gonna talk about the what the NBA coming back. So obviously, uh, I don't know the exact date, but and like I think it was March. Yeah, it might have been March. Um, it might have been March. Um. Yeah, I think it was March. So we're gonna read that. So in March, Rudy Gobert decided he was gonna touch thirty microphones, which then gave him the COVID nineteen virus, which is also known as the coronavirus, and which shut down. Basically, started with NBA, then turned to the NHL, and then basically delayed the start of the Major League Baseball season. Um, I don't know exactly, like you know. What the plan was and what the plan of attack, but the NBA is back. Logically, I'm happy. You know, I think it's a good sign the NBA is back. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's been going well. You know, the NBA is definitely back. I think the NBA has definitely gotten the most thing. Like I, mean, I'm hooked to the NBA because the way they've done it in Orlando is just so cool, and I think it's just like so chaotic to like what it means. Yeah. So back what I was saying, 
Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, has done such a fantastic job. He has done such a fantastic job with the NBA like, culture in Orlando. I mean, like, he has done, like, I have never seen such a well done, like, such a well done. It's just fantastic. The fans, the court, the everything. It's just so amazing. Like, it's legitimately just, like, so cool and chaotic. Like, jeez. Like, I have never seen a more well-run commissioner. Like, Adam Silver has done, oh my goodness, he has done fantastic job. He's done A-plus effort. And on top of that, in October, I read an article, like, when Mayor Fist didn't appear in a bubble. And he was thinking about doing a second bubble in Chicago for the eight nine playoff teams. This dude's amazing. He's trying to get more double like more viewers out because he knows in October baseball is gonna be in the World like playoffs, World Series ish. Hockey will be wrapping up. And yeah, I mean he'll have on top of it the NBA finals and the Chicago bubble. I think that's pretty cool, but you know, I haven't heard anything about that since. So I really don't know like so, I really don't know if, like, it's, like, you know, that's the case. But, freaking Adam Silver, man. He is, he gets the GOAT Award. He gets the GOAT Award. Adam Silver legitimately gets the GOAT Award. He legitimately, you know. So, now I want to talk about the teams who have looked well and the teams who kind of looked bad. So, I think, logically, like, the Spurs have looked Extremely ready as they're trying to as they try to make the playoffs for the twenty third time in like in a row, which is just outrageous. I mean, yeah, people are gonna argue about the twenty twenty NBA playoffs where like the teams really have a fan advantage because they had three months off and then they but you know it doesn't matter a champion except for the Astros case a champion is a champion except if you're the Houston Astros you cheated but. You know, a champion's a champion, and I'll say again, rest of the Astros, you cheated. Um, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, want to, like, like, want to be able to give, like, like, I feel like a lot of fans on the world, especially fans who don't have, like, a team in the playoffs, like me, uh, like, it's gonna be tough to, like, watch it, but... Logically, I'm rooting for the Mavericks and the Clippers. Um, I feel like those two teams are just well-built, well-run, and I think those two teams are definitely going to be two very good teams to work out for. So those are my two teams to watch. I would love to know what you guys, who you guys are rooting for. I'm guessing most of you are probably rooting for the Lakers. But I could be wrong. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, w- w- let's talk about each team here and each team's, like, culture. So... Each team has done extremely well. Like each team has played the game extremely well, but I feel like the team right out of a gecko. So back to what I was saying, like, like um, the NBA is just such a wild run. I want to I want to discuss now every team's kind of like what where how each team has conform- performed. So I've only watched like I think. For Wii games so far, it's kind of been like switching between 
games or watching a match or like watching whatever. And um, so it's, it's only been a couple like games back and forth. But I have, but what I have seen, th this is a completely different game. Obviously, this is something we have never seen before. But um, yeah, this is something we have never seen before. And I don't know if like obviously the NBA is doing a fantastic job, but I am just impressed by everything the NBA has done so far. I think the teams that looked sharp, like I said, I've only really watched four games, so it's hard for me to kind of debate kind of who's done well and who hasn't. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Rakers have looked good, the Clippers have looked good, the Mavericks kind of have looked good. They did clinch a player spot yesterday with the Grizzlies lost to the Spurs. Well, yesterday, which would have been August 2nd. But, like, it is just like, it's it's like a back and forth type of thing. Just back and forth, back, back, back and forth, back, back, back and forth. You know, just back, back, back and forth. But, um, Roger Rodrigue just so much, Rodrigue just so much has come to it. And I think Roger this is a great situation to be in if you're NBA. You know, you miss three months. The NHL is doing its thing. But MLB is a freaking mess right now. And who the hell knows what's going on with the NFL come, um, Come um September, but I think like you know I, I think it's a great situation. I don't know though if you could set things up with NBA, and I don't know if people would want to if NBA let's say does set that second bubble up in Chicago. I don't know like I can speak I can speak to me because my team would be in it, but I don't know if fans would want to watch those eight awful just like worst bad playoff teams. I don't know. We would definitely have to find out. That's something that, but that, that that's just the culture of it, you know. The NBA, the NBA has done a great job at that, and so yeah, I mean, logically, people are gonna say no matter what, whether you know, it's same thing. There will be NBA, NHL, be MLS, whatever sport you follow, people are gonna say that the 2020 champions, the 2020 champion, is gonna have an asterisk like next to it because like, you know, short in season, you had all this time off because of a poor. COVID-19, coronavirus, pandemic thing, but, like, yeah, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's just, I, I guess it's life, and I guess people, people, I guess will watch anything, I guess if you throw, I guess if you throw bowling out on the national public, if ESPN just threw bowling out, people would sit there and watch, you know, when, when the KBO first came out, the Korean baseball organization, a lot of people who had, like, I know a lot of baseball fans, a lot of baseball YouTubers, shout out Draft Neck Mark, who legitimately, you know, just had to watch the KBO just to get back and forth on it. You know, sometimes, sometimes you miss your favorite activities or hobbies so much that you you, you have to, you know, you have to be able to, you you have to go back and you have to find other ways to culture with it. And I think, um, I think it's a great way. And and, and I think what ESPN did, like they got the KBO, they were able to bring Korean baseball and broadcast it in the United States. I can't speak for Canada, I'm sorry. But they were the broadcasting for the United States, and when generally, that's the greatest thing. You know, whether you're into the KBO or not, the KBO or not, you know, it, you know, at the time, with the whole coronavirus thing and quarantine and all that, you know, that was, you know, that was something waking up at 5.30 every morning, or on Sunday morning, 1.54 in the morning, you know, I didn't wake up that early, I'm not that stupid, but... You know, it it was just fun to have something to watch. You know, 
even my sports, even with like the KBOE or hit or a strikeout, but it's still a good thing. Anyway, back to the NBA though. Like, you know, people have missed basketball so much that logically, whatever ESPN gives us, rather, you know, like, obviously they give, they give us basketball too, but, you know, that's the point it is. But I don't care at this point, like, if sports get canceled, I wouldn't care, like, what, what I get to watch as long as I can watch some live sports. During quarantine, I went back and I watched, like, past Super Bowls and everything, but the NBA has done a great job. Adam Silver gets an A-plus effort. He's done an extraordinary job, and I just got to give Adam Silver props. Adam Silver has done a fantastic job, and he's by far, I think, one of the, he's probably a bit, the greatest commissioner in all of American sports. So you can comp- piss and moan that it could be, you know... Barry Memorials of the NHL, or Rob Roger Goddard of the NFL, or Rob Manfred of the MLS Commissioner. You can say whatever you want, but Adam Silver, by far, I believe, is by far a very, is the best commissioner in all BNB, in all sports. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. If you guys enjoy, leave a like, and anyway, you listen to a podcast, follow me, Brian Brandana on Instagram, BrandonX24 on Snapchat. Maybe the pop podcast on Twitter, and I'll see you guys next time.